John and I'm Louise and we've got great ideas we'll probably never do them we're not even probably let's face the facts we're never going to do these (laughs) um so this is a podcast about this is our first episode hey that's cool so I should probably explain what's going on we Uh, did it you know what just pack up we did it this is congratulations this is we're it's amazing that we've already come this far so (laughs) this podcast is actually such it's so filled with irony because the whole point of the podcast is having a great idea that you just will never ever do so the fact that we're doing this podcast is a great idea that we actually are doing and i can't believe that yeah it's really hard to believe actually i thought i would say it hey let's do a podcast and we'd both go yeah that sounds awesome and (laughs) and months and months would go by and we'd keep checking in with each other like is it still a good idea yeah it's a great idea and and then never really actualize it so I really I really have to say that I am super proud it's really hard to be motivated to do anything. I don't know how anything gets created. I don't know either. And not only just like once you get motivated, but then the paralyzing, crippling fear that maybe it won't be good. Oh, yeah, um, of course. So so now that we've already succeeded, I'm totally yeah. ready to fail. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so we can only just go up from here. Um, but hey, here's a little bit of background for all of our listeners who don't know us. Um, Louise and I met 15 years ago. First uh, day of school. First day of school, of college. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been buds ever since. We are actually currently recording on two different coasts. Um, yeah. I represent the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast, yo. Yep. And of the United States, in case you couldn't tell by our brilliant Asian accents. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, technology is amazing. Technology has finally allowed us to do something like this together without being in the same room together. So, uh, yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah. So whoever had the great idea of Skype, thank you for following through. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to talk about some great ideas that we've had that we're never going to do. Maybe we'll workshop them a little bit, but don't worry because we're never going to do them. I mean, the idea would be if we could get motivated enough and feel confident enough inside that motivation. The idea is, the ideas are so great, we're obviously going to do them. But on the realistic side, we're never going to do them. We're never going to do them. If you, our wonderful listeners, whoever you may be, would like to follow through with these, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. We are, we're, we're giving you permission. By all do, means. Do these. If you want to give us props or whatever, that's up to you. We would love to hear back. If it's you know. some sort of money-making venture, if you'd like to donate the beta version to us, that would be even better. <laughs> Sure, that would be awesome. We don't really, we're not asking for much here, just your appreciation. 
uh, and your time yeah, listening to this mostly your time podcast. <laughs> um, so, Louise, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay. Uh, one of the great things about living on the East Coast is living in really, really amazing cities with really amazing uh, public transit. Now, a couple of years ago, I was dating a guy. He was very into tech. And one of the very first things I said to him, side note, still dating him. Um, but one of the very- <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, this guy sounds familiar. <laughs> but one of the very first things I said to him was, oh my God, I have a million dollar idea. I think you should make it an app. And here it is. Living in New York City, as a young girl, I have a tendency to be overserved at bars. It's not my fault. I'm just overserved. And it's hard to get home if you're not in a taxi. And when I say that, I mean I have fallen asleep a couple of times on the train and missed my stop and gone too far and been like, dope. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, what if you made this app that would be like an alarm system that would give you feedback based on your location. So it's not an alarm for like, you know, in five minutes, wake me up. It's like when I get to the 81st street stop, go off. Mm. So I know I am only one stop away from my station. It uses like GPS. It could use um, cellular data if there's, if you're on a train line with no Wi-Fi, whatever. And I'm like, look, people in cities would buy that, especially cities with above ground Right. Like elevated trains like Chicago or what have you. Yeah. And uh, he basically said, uh, yeah, that seems like a lot of work. And I don't <laughs> really know that the that the market is there considering there's so many other things out there that do similar things or don't fall asleep on the train. How about that? And he says that. And yet still a lot of sleepers, still a lot of sleepers oh, yeah. on trains. Yeah. Um, so a GPS-based alarm system to wake you up so you don't miss your stop. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been a long time since I've been uh, on the New York City subway, state, uh, subway city car or whatever. But I know that most of the time there's no cellular connection. There's Wi-Fi now on some of them. Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, my God. I know. We're so fancy. It's so fancy here now. Or let's say you're in St. Louis and there's like a rail that takes you to and from Mm -hmm. the airport and you have to know you're above ground. It could work for St. Louis. Look, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm thinking wider than just the greater New York City area. Right. Although especially helpful in boroughs. Right. A A lot of elevated trains there. Yeah. And it's like, where am I? I don't know. Or the BART. Mm-hmm. The BART system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston's mass transit system. Exactly. You know, above ground trains. So, okay, you're right. It's a great idea. And, yeah, you're never going to do it. No, um, I don't have the facility. Like, the mental... It, se- <laughs> it seems like... Wherewithal to get that done. Yeah, I mean, it seems basic enough that, you know, there's not, like... A big so there's not a social component to it. No. It's just meant for one thing. I uh, you just need the the data 
and I guess the like GPS coordinates of all of the the stops. Um, yeah, you know when I after I graduated from college, I was taking a bunch of really weird odd jobs, and I had this one that was for a website called Hopstop. Do you remember this? I loved Hopstop. Yeah. So. Hop, hop stop where are shout, you anymore shout out shout out to hop stop or whoever acquired you yeah so i was living in philadelphia at the time and i was hired to take the there's like two subway type trains uh there's the market street line and the broad street line and there's also the green line which is trolleys and i was hired to go to each stop and write down the addresses of every entrance and exit so that they could better improve their system and be able... Oh, Hopstop, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, it was the idea is that it's... And this is going to tell you how long ago this was. MapQuest for public transit. That's how they said it to me. MapQuest for public transit. So... They had a good idea. It was a good idea, and they followed through with it. It's just that they didn't expect technology to be where it is. And completely obliterate it because you can do that with so many different apps now. So it could even just be part of Google Maps. Yeah. And let me tell you, they've got the manpower and the know-how to do this. Google, this is your chance. Yeah. Little company (laughs) called Google. If you're looking to make that first million, here's your chance. Uh, (laughs) No, that's a super great idea. And and it's not just for people who've been overserved late night going right. home on the train. Look, I teach fitness and sometimes I got to get to a class that's not near my apartment by 5:30 in the morning. I mean, before that cuz that's when the class starts. Right. And you know, I'm up and I'm awake at 4:30 in the morning from that side, but not you know, the caffeine from my coffee has not quite kicked in. It's super easy to get, you know, in a nice warm seat and just be like, hmm, I think I might just nod off right now. And you'd have a GPS alarm that would just be like, no, you're one you're one stop away. Wake up, wake up, you idiot. <laughs> uh, and let me tell you about another profession that I know about. Nurses. 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 They're out there saving lives. They're staying up all crazy hours. Sometimes working 24 hours in a stretch before, like, getting off work. Yeah. And let me tell you, uh, Aunt Franny over there, she's, you know, sitting in the hospital, you know, and she wants to make sure that her nurse is on top of her game. And that nurse should not have to worry about, like, staying awake even longer than her shift so that she can safely get home without nodding off on the on the subway Aunt franny's got to have that peace of mind this is we're, we're doing this for Aunt franny guys yeah and we're not doing it though because we're not motivated yeah we won't do it but if you yeah. could if anyone someone steve google <laughs> listen to us this is your chance to make your mark on your the company that you share a name with um yeah i think that's a really good idea yeah. So would it be a, it would have to be a sound loud enough and you'd have to make sure that your audio on your phone was loud enough. 
Would there also be a vibrate? If you have headphones in, there could be yeah, vibrate feature, sure. So I guess it's just it's up to the person who's using the app to make sure that they're utilizing it to the best of its ability. Yeah. So it's like you know that there's a good chance you're gonna fall asleep on the subway. Pop those headphones in. Turn that volume up. Get you know what? It could even be pin coordinated because Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I'm from Iowa, by the way, everyone, listeners. Um, You're going to just get gift-wrapped little information nuggets about me as the podcast goes on. But Not me. I'm a closed book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know about you guys, but driving was a really big part of my youth. Um, In terms of, hey, there's that ice cream store that we've all been talking about on I-80 That's three hours away. We should totally drive there to get some ice cream. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So you're like, you know, six o'clock at night, you're going to take this three hour drive to this truck stop to get ice cream. You know, go with me here, you guys. Suspend Mm -hmm. your disbelief. And your driver is like, you're totally cool. You're going to like keep me awake and stay up with me. And as a responsible navigator, you're like, yeah, duh. (laughs) And then like two hours into the drive, you're in the passenger seat and you are losing it because you're just drifting, head dropping, nodding. Highway hypnosis. Exactly. So if you could just like set it and be like, all right, at the Ronald Reagan rest stop, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to like make sure I set my alarm in case I fall asleep to be there for my driver because the driver just can't fall asleep. Gotcha. They're yeah. driving. They're driving. Remind me to be awake for yeah. the sake of my driver. Because <laughs> we got we to gotta know that we're close to the Ronald Reagan pit stop. You know, I just, I'm throwing it out. So There's a not, Roy Rogers not... there. We might want to try. And maybe we should know, like, hey, if I'm jolting myself awake, that means there's also a Roy Rogers close by with a fixin's bar. That's right. On our See, way to go to that ice cream place. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere for no reason. Right. Um, no, but I'm just saying not exclusively for transit. Like you could do it. Let's say you live in New York and you're driving to Florida to see grandma and grandpa. And it's a 16, 17 hour drive down the coast. And you got to change drivers every six, seven hours or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how you drive. I, I'm not stopping unless we need snacks or gas or the bathroom. Right. We're, we're not just we're not stopping. That's just how I was raised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why why waste money on a hotel or motel when you've got a back seat? Yeah. Or, yeah, two drivers when you just, yeah. you know. For sure. So, so I'm just saying not exclusively for yeah, transit. Yeah. So that's that adds another component to it. All right. There's more to read here. And I know I said earlier no social component, but guess what? There could be one. There could be one. Yeah. Yeah. Check-ins are easy. And that's also a great way to let your your friends know that you got home safe. If they're like, Louise had too much to drink. She's riding the subway. We should have been in, looking out for her. Instead of putting her in a cab like we should have done, yeah. we'll just, she'll be fine. Yeah, we really screwed the pooch on getting her <laughs> home safe. So, but you could, you could have your friends also set alarms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a... You, it's just like a check-in feature. It's like, you don't need to, like, text me. You don't need to call me. Just ping me. Mm-hmm. Just let me know that you're alive, that you've made it to 
the fourth street station or maybe know. maybe it's automated maybe you don't have to do it maybe it's gps that when you like get to your your spot they just get a notification well yes when you get to your spot they get a notification but it needs to be so that when you get to your spot there's either a certain amount of time or you've moved a certain distance so that they know that you haven't just gotten to your spot and maybe just died oh i see like on the yeah. front steps or something oh, yeah okay. because okay. you're yeah, because your phone lives longer than you do. Right. <laughs> when you're when you're riding that subway really late at night. Um, but yeah, so your boyfriend should have made this for your own safety and I'm kind of pissed at them that he didn't. Well, not only for my own safety, but I am working a job. I mean, I like my job, but had I had this app and sold it to millions of people worldwide, like People on the bullet train in Japan could be using this app. We would oh, be yeah. millionaires. We would not have to work right now. This I is mean, true. We're kind of greedy, so maybe we would still be working just at other things. Um, yeah, no, we're, well, not, we're mean, not greedy. Just it's the human condition. Well, with all the philanthropy you'd be doing, you'd that's be right. Very busy. That's right. Yeah, doing charity dinners mm -hmm. and uh, organizing doggy runs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I That's, mean, possibilities are endless. It's true. We'll Speaking, never know that world. Yeah, I mean, this is a beautiful segue to another idea that I have. Um, Ooh, a double idea in the first episode? A uh -oh. double idea. Okay. I am constantly looking for ways to make money doing the same things that I would regularly do. Okay. How about this? It's like a dog walking business where they can like track your runs. Okay, I like to run sometimes in Central Park, but how great would it be to have some sort of like somebody else take your dog for a run for you? Uh -huh. I know it's called a dog walker, but those are just walks. I'm talking about a dog runner. Do, do those not exist? Is that a thing? You know, I got to be honest. I, I didn't really do any research to see if such a thing like did exist. Uh, someone to run with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm, run my dog LLC in Alexandria, Virginia. Ah, oh, that doesn't help me. See? Dog walkers, pet boarding, pet sitters. This is a shout out to Run My Dog LLC, by the <laughs> way. Um, this is just the Yelp page. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does she go f for a run? It's runmydog.org. This is a great ad for Run My Dog. It really is. If yeah. you'd like to sponsor our next episode, yeah, if doors we are open. motivated to do one. No, doors we will. Doors open. We will. We'll see. Um, <laughs> new client inquiry. Let's see. Midday dog walking, early morning walking, walking, pet sitting, cat care. Lots of walking. I'm talking about I'm quicker pace. Running. Higher energy. Running. A little jogging. A little running. I know that this is going off into a really weird territory, but I'm looking at their about page now. Does your dog need to run? Yes. Run My Dog offers just that run time for your dog. Huh. Okay. 
Your dog needs to run it out. Okay, cool. So it looks like Run My Dog does do that. But that's just in Alexandria, Virginia, people. Only Wake serving up. the D.C. area. Yeah. Um, let's see if there's anything else. That was just what I found. Ten tips for running with your dog. Money making. Dog runners. New what? York. On the New oh. Yorker. Okay, okay, okay. I'm too late. See? Buddy, my dog game. has a weight problem. I think blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. Uh, running. Oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Running Paws specializes in dog running. Its employees are like dog walkers, but faster. So this is in New York. Congratulations, you guys. Yeah, you this did is it. in Manhattan. You did it. Um, this article was written March 2013. So... Um, Maybe they yeah. went bust. Maybe maybe the company doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it's time well, for a new, more exciting well, let's one. Let's find out. No, no, Run, no. <laughs> running pause. NYC. Let's try that. Um, okay. It's open. They are a thing. Their website is club.runningpause.com. Uh, interesting. They do daycare, social boarding, grooming, and dog fitness. Okay. Okay, all right. Our services. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe they don't do it, but it seems from that New Yorker article that they do. So, anyway. Maybe make... I should go knock, knock, knock on their door and say, uh, hey, you guys looking for runners? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, cool. Is that an idea that you've had for a long time? Well, I just see a lot of people who pull their dogs by the collar around the block. Once the dog does its business, they immediately turn around and go back inside the apartment. And I just think, you guys are jerks, man. Your dog wants to be outside. Your dog wants to be breathing air. And Mm -hmm. dare I say, maybe run a little bit. Um, And I just think, well, I'm running. And I'm right now. I'm running for my own enjoy, like enjoyment. I, I, or for my dog's enjoyment, because we often run together. Mm-hmm. How great would it be to get paid to still do that, just with another dog? <laughs> yeah, why not? But 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 you can see, based on the amount of research that I did, which is zero, zero, how, mm-hmm. how motivated I was to actually make that happen. <laughs> hey, well, you know what. Maybe maybe it'll happen. Maybe you can work together with, was it Running Paws? Running Paws. Shout out to Running Paws. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Um, so I had an idea the other night. Uh, I annoyed the shit out of my wife, who was <laughs> trying to get to sleep, and I was just yabbing on and on and on about... All of these ideas that I had, many of which you will hear about in later episodes because I'm got to spread this stuff out. It's all it's all good stuff. You got to spread it out. So, well, you never know when you're going to have a great idea block. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to have your list going. And boy, oh, boy, do I have one. This is mine right here. I'm just showing. I know. That's just all. That's just what I've got right now. All right. So. Are you familiar with. Things like 24-hour, 48-hour film festivals. Yes. Okay. Anybody who 
doesn't really know about these. They're they're usually in bigger cities uh, where there's more creative types around. Or actually, I know there, there's some small cities uh, throughout the country and maybe even the world that do this. But basically what happens in a 48-hour film festival is you – this is a real thing. This is not my idea. This is um, – it's like Friday night you are given a few – uh, parameters in which you have to make a film. You're given maybe a character's name, you're given a prop or a line of dialogue, something like that, and then you have 48 hours to make a short film, and then you submit it Sunday at, like, 4 p.m., and then there will be some sort of judging uh, at a later date and, like, a screening and that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun. Have you ever done these? I have not done them, but I have prep. I've helped prep a lot of actor friends who were involved in them. Okay. And when yeah. I say prepped, I mean like I've read sides with them to help them explore what they're gonna sort of try to create, or I've helped them with their hair and makeup, or uh-huh. loaned yeah. them a tank top. <laughs> I so I've done a few. Um, I've actually acted in them which is not something i normally do but it was fun um and i was thinking that it would be a great idea to have something called dream theater not to be confused with the band dream theater but dream theater i know your jaws dropped right now we are skyping by the way so you guys i'm sorry that i didn't verbally express my excitement (laughs) i was just like stone caught in this awe and i don't even know what the real punchline of it is i just okay dream theater sounds like my heaven go on okay so in dream theater it is um i'm thinking probably it could either be a play or it could be a short film i don't know i don't make the rules i just come up with the great ideas so in dream theater i Let's say it's Friday night. Maybe somebody, one person who is known to be a very active dreamer when they are asleep. uh, Maybe they have taken some magical mushrooms to enhance the dreams, but they wake up and they tell, they tell everybody about their dream. And if you are anything like the way I am, as soon as you wake up, it's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to forget this dream. And then like <laughs> two minutes later, it's like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> there is a clown, maybe. So tells everything they can remember about their dream, which obviously won't make sense because dreams never make sense. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then we were out, you know, at a dinosaur farm. But then when I turned around and there was a movie that was playing and it was all about you know, uh, turtles and their friendships with birds, you know, and you know, something like that. So based on this one person's dream, each team has to make either a short film or put on a play. Uh, I guess short film is the best way to like have some sort of final, the end type of situation to it. Um, you know, it's like a, this is your deadline. Whereas a play, you know, you have to then perform it well, it wouldn't have to be a full play. It could even be just like a short one act, like a 15 minute That's one true. act. And then instead of like a screening, 
you have all the actors get together, you rent out a space for one evening, like, and have the curtain yeah. be seven o'clock, and then just do like the ten scenes in a row. Sure. No, no yeah. intermission, whatever. Just do them. Totally. Each team comes up and reenacts it. Like that actually would be kind of like interesting and fun because I, I am more of a live theater person because I have a very hard time uh, living in the moment as a normal person. Mm -hmm. um, I often just toe the line between verbal vomit and then deep, deep suppression Mm -hmm. where I just say what I think and it gets me in trouble or I like hold on to it and it eats me alive. And <laughs> a film is like the feedback. I know I'm all over the map right now, but the feedback is sort of everybody be quiet because this is the take that we're doing. And then uh -huh. you're like, was it funny? But if you're in a play and you do it, the audience like laughs or you get crickets and you're like, it wasn't funny. I got it. Or like, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it could totally be that, and then it could be either. Look, we yeah, don't make so the rules. It's up to you this guys. Is true, it's up to you. So if it is like a live theater, like a one act play, then you guys have the time not only to structure it and everything, but to make artwork and the set design and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like make it into a crazy ass thing, like like dreams are. Yeah. So I am kind of all over dream theater. I, I might, I mean, first episode, you guys, first episode, but I might make this. Are you, are you shitting me? I am, you know, you know, I know I am so itching for inspiration and like, it almost feels like because it's a dream and because you already know it's short and doesn't have to make sense. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the perfect storm. Yeah, you know, and I feel like it's also the kind of thing where people would be really into going and seeing the one-act plays. Let's say, for example, it is one-act plays that this would be. Sure. You know, it would be a lot of fun to go to that, knowing that it's all based on, like, some crazy-ass person's dream. And, you know... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Marijuana is legal in a lot of places now. That's a perfect evening, you know? That's a perfect evening. Yeah. Also, I think win-win for the venue because, what, you sell tickets for $3, $5 at most, and then have, like, a one-drink minimum where you, like, go in the lounge area. I'm thinking of, like, one specific hole-in-the-wall theater in Midtown. But I've seen so many new works there, and the stage is smaller than my kitchen, and uh -huh. it's usually, like, two actors in one chair or whatever. And you go, and I am just like, this is weird stuff that I'm looking at, and it, it doesn't happen everywhere. Some, uh -huh. you, you know, like sometimes things have to be so ready for an audience. And this is just kind of like, you could have thrown this together in an afternoon. And I still mm -hmm. am riveted by what's happening here. All I'm also, saying. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, it, it's a thing where as an artist or a writer, sometimes I struggle with like, what is my voice? Like, what do I really want to tell the people? And then I always come to the conclusion, like, I don't have shit to say. Bye. And, like, I don't yeah. do anything. Because, like, I don't have anything that I think the world needs to know. 
I just want to like do something. And then because I decide like what I have to say isn't important enough to waste anybody's time, I'm like, well, all right, Netflix. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. would be perfect. It's a fun way to spend a weekend and just make something that's crazy. You know, it doesn't have to have some sort of deeper meaning to it. It doesn't have to change anybody's lives. But if if you write one bit of dialogue based on this person's weird dream that people remember for years, then like that's super cool. And like it doesn't have to do anything significant. It just has to be there. And it and yeah, I mean, if it's a theatrical production, it lasts that one time. Hey, maybe it doesn't just last that one time. Maybe it is so good that it becomes expanded into something bigger and you do it several times, you know? It's like this got started by this one tiny thing and then look how it has blown up. I have a proposition. Uh-huh. Based on what you've just said, I think there might need to be like an end of episode bonus for the first episode because... And I, I will I will tell you the lead-in story, and if you veto me after the lead-in story, then no bonus. But okay. I went to, I believe it was one night only, years and years ago, probably more than 10, uh-huh. show in New York City. It was three musicals, each one act long, and they were, the, the, the night, I think the night was called Hey... Wouldn't this movie be a great musical? Uh-huh. And and they each uh, were basically untapped genres of movies that, because m- movies now are constantly being made into musicals, that the musical theater community had not embraced yet. There was, um, what was the one with all the phone calls? Um, it's a horror movie. Oh my God. I want to say thriller. Oh my God. Scream. Yes. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad I remembered that because I feel like everybody that's listening would be like, oh my Uh... God, it's Scream. (laughs) What's wrong with you people? Okay. Got it. So one of them was Scream uh, because there's not really been a horror musical or 10 years ago there wasn't, I guess right now in the current Broadway season, there's American Psycho, but this is 10 years ago. Well, what about like Sweeney Todd? That wasn't a movie. Yeah, it was. They Before, made a well, oh, you mean you mean a movie before. that was made okay, yes. a musical that then was okay. Got it. Never it, mind. It, it's I a movie first, and then they do an adaptation. Got um, it. Okay. So the second was quirky rom com, and they did Jerry Maguire, mm-hmm. and the third was like natural disaster suspense thriller. Okay. I think I went out with friends before. I probably had some adult beverages. Uh Uh-huh. It was the type of theater where you could have adult beverages during the show. Okay. Ten years later, I remember the chorus of a song. Like, it was... It happens. It was so brilliant to me that ten years later, I still know it. I still know it. That's that's impressive. Like, I remember without like, dropping a beat, I know it. I remember like little snippets of things from like improv shows that I saw when I was I don't know, sixteen. I'm thirty three now. I it was a long feel time like ago. I yeah. have forgotten 
certain states' capitals. Oh, I don't know most of them. <laughs> I, I was told them at one point, I'm sure. I, I knew all of them. And sometimes I like, now I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Could be Pierre. Could be Montpelier. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> You know, but why do we need to know that? What we right. need to know is the chorus of this musical. Right. From so 10 bonus years ago. bonus uh, material if you're willing to stick around. But yes. But dream theater could be that for someone else. That's true. That's absolutely true. I'm feeling really inspired right now. Oh my god. This I'd is like bad to take news. I'd like to take this opportunity to just say thank you for sticking out this friendship and thank you <laughs> for like making this idea that is really great that I have every intention of doing. Oh, I'm so really excited. Oh my god. Like I'm maybe starting to sweat. I'm excited. <laughs> um all right. Well, we're going to we'll give recaps uh at during epi- certain episodes and we'll come back to this in a, in a few more episodes and see if you've made any progress into actually doing this. Okay. And this okay. is the kind of thing though, where it's like anybody can do it. This isn't an app where it's like, you know, a race to the, to the finish line, you know, where everybody's going to be creating an app, you know, or we do make an app. It's dream theater app. Instead of it being a movie or a vlog, it's like a radio play and you got voiceover actors and you upload yours like YouTube. No, now it's getting too involved too much. All right, back, backtrack, backtrack. Well, no, let's, let's talk about that for a second. All right, so I know this guy. His name is Matt Brown. He, uh, back in the 80s and 90s, was in a band called Uncle Green. They're very great. And he does this thing on Facebook called Theme Music. And he, if you look up the Facebook group Theme Music, uh, I believe it's like once a week he or maybe one of the other moderators, I think it's mostly just him that runs it, will give a theme and then everybody has to upload like YouTube videos of them playing a cover of a song that falls in line with whatever the theme is. You know, it's all musicians and some of the videos are are very impressive. You know, sometimes they're just as simple as someone sitting there with a guitar or piano or something and singing. But um, yeah, it's it's a really fun thing that happens. There's also a uh, somewhat similar to that. And I this I did this years ago. This has been around for a long time, but this one website called songafight.org. And what they do is once a week they post like one or two song titles and people have to write and record a song in the one week with one of those song titles and um my friend's band uh the spinto band if anybody is familiar with them they a lot of their songs that you know some of them were very popular uh were they were written that way they started off as being part of this song fight thing where they just get a title and uh you know, then people, oh, the following week, people vote on them, and then there's a winner. But, you know, you just get, like, a pat on the back. It's not like... I love this. Something. Oh, yeah. I'm so, like, there doesn't even need to be a winner. The winner is all of us, because this art is being made. <laughs> That's one way to think about it. Or there's a winner. <laughs> oh, or everyone else sucks. No. <laughs> yeah. We have to make sure that people know where they fall in place. Yeah. Um Yes, yeah, so this could be the kind of thing where you record your one act play and post it on on YouTube and you know or put it on a forum somewhere where people see it and 
Yeah, uh, they're going to upload it to the Dream Theater app. The Dream Theater app. That's right. We're talking apps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's really cool. I like got all a lot, those things. Got a lot to think about. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... So you, you did two ideas in this first episode, and I'm thinking that maybe I should go with another... I list another idea because in future episodes we are hoping that we get to hear all of your ideas audience um i will repeat this later we have uh an email address great idea podcast at gmail.com or leave us your idea on a voicemail called 304-804-IDEA 304-804-IDEA leave us a voicemail with your great idea we'll talk about it on the show but uh since it's the first uh, the first episode um i will look at my list here and see oh well since we talked about your dog idea i'll talk about another dog idea let's keep it consistent yeah it's called all dogs go to kevin i i don't know it's just uh, a guy named kevin has a dog grooming business there's really not much more to it <laughs> i love it yeah, but like Kevins of the world who love dogs, get on it. What have you been waiting for? I know. Just what like are a- you doing with your lives? Doctors? Missed <laughs> Nurses opportunities. falling asleep on the subway? <laughs> you should be, be with the clippers in the hands and oh, oh my Shampoo God. Shampoo bottles, towels, what? Yeah. You know, I Louise, I know that we've talked about this, but... If anybody hasn't seen the Instagram account Jess Rona Grooming, it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. These like most of them are these slow motion videos of dogs with like blow dryers being blown at them and the like most perfect music playing and like they've just been groomed and they're yeah. super fabulous looking. So that it's, one's a good. It's like it's like. Uh... A video montage, but for one dog in one moment of time. It's not oh, yeah. like hair dryers being blown at them, and they don't like it, and they're scared. It's oh, not no. that. This is like glamour shots. Yes. So all I'm saying is the dog grooming business game has changed people named Kevin. Get on board. Get on board. All dogs go to Kevin. Oh, not my God. Not just some dogs. That would be another great idea for a guy named Kevin in a dog business. Get on board. Like a dog <laughs> sitting well, company. What, what, could it be called Get On Board, comma, Kevin? <laughs> well, you'd have it's, to keep, it's you'd a have dog to keep boarding, it together. It's a dog boarding place only for dogs named Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so when thinking about what you're going to name your next pet, just yeah. don't rule out Kevin. Because where will like, be babysat? Not. Well, yeah, I mean, get on board. I mean, the thing is, okay, the dog industry and cat industry, they are made for puns, people. Yes. They are so pun heavy. Um, I take my dog, Daisy, to get groomed at Beauty for the Beast here in Portland, so Oregon. So cute. So she cute. Has an appoint- she has an appointment there tomorrow because she's stinky. Um. But yeah, the the puns are endless. Just like uh, most human hairdressing places, sheer illusions. To sheer name madness. Sheer, ma- you know, a lot of sheer puns. Comedy. Yeah, it's just it's comedy great. gold. Yeah, and I love it all. So all dogs go to Kevin. That one, I feel like 
it didn't deserve its own episode. So I'm glad I was able to get it out here. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it could also be a dog walking business. Yeah, all, for, yeah, for all Jen's dogs, name, Kevin. All dogs go with Kevin. Um, I don't know. I Look, Kevin, do whatever you want. I'm not here to tell you like that you need to do something. I'm just telling you that you should do something. And this is what it is. Yeah, and, Kevin, if you needed a little encouragement, you can do it. Yeah. I bet we believe like, in you. There's, if we have like one listener named Kevin who's like freaking out right now. You're welcome, buddy. Let us know at <laughs> great idea, great idea podcast at gmail.com or 804. I'm sorry, 304 804 idea. <laughs> <laughs> Call us, Kevin. We're waiting for you. Um, yeah, well, why don't we wrap things up? Um, we've covered a lot of territory, and I'm really excited about all of the great ideas that we've just talked about. I'm pretty um, excited too. And Louise, thank you for going on this journey with me. Um, I have, I've had several podcasts in the past. I currently have one that, you know, I released new episodes when it makes sense. Um, but my, my podcast that I've done before, Hey Teens with John and Eric, my buddy Eric Goslin, uh, when I lived in LA, we did that one together. We also had Stranger Fan Fiction, your favorite erotic fan fiction podcast until another one came along and we were like, hey, you do it. It's so gross. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so having podcasts is a lot of fun and I've got all the gear. So it's like, let's make podcasts. And I'm let's so glad it. that after 15 years of being buds, we've uh, we've decided to pull the trigger on this. And we've talked about podcasts in, in the past, but not doing one together. Right. Know that, you know, In fact... Making a podcast was my April Fool's Day joke this year. <laughs> I know. I don't know if anybody knew that it was an April Fool's joke. It's hard to tell. It yeah. really it really is hard to tell. I posted it on Facebook. I made a logo. I, my a, mom liked it. A legitimate SoundCloud account. Yeah. Everything everything was on the up and up. A, a good deal of silence after the joke landed so that people didn't just go, oh, that's only 20 seconds, must be a joke. Um, and a lot, a lot of people of... saw me on the street days, weeks later saying, oh, you know, congratulations on your podcast. Didn't give it a listen yet, but I'm really proud oh of you. Oh, my God. Did you tell them that it was an April <laughs> Fool's joke? Absolutely. I was oh like, it God. was a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. So now when you post this one, you have to be like, this is not a joke. Look at today's date. This is not a test. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody who's listening to this. I bet you it's just a lot of people that we know. <laughs> but hey, you never know. You never this know. Is gonna, this is going out there to the universe. There's a lot of people who like podcasts. I don't know. I'd like to take this opportunity to also thank John Richardson for our what? hella kick-ass uh icon and podcast art oh thank you no big deal it was it was fun it was fun um yeah it's uh it's always fun to um to get involved with podcast the podcast game uh 
yeah, there's a lot of lot of great ideas out there, and I'm glad that we're only doing one of them, which is this podcast. That's right. That's right. Although it seems like you want to do dream theater, so I don't know. Look, I'm feeling really excited and inspired right now. Check back with me in about three hours. Okay, got it. <laughs> so this is the chorus of a song based on a natural disaster movie from... Oh, I think it was one night only at the Zipper Theater in New York City, which does not exist anymore. There is also a shout out I'd like to give to a man named Jason Michael Snow. He is friends with a friend of mine, Ryan Bogner. I feel like if you said to him my name on the street, he might go, oh, yeah, sounds familiar, but might not be able to pick me out of a lineup. Um, so, we're, But he is the reason I was there that night. Um, and the song goes like this. Now I'm twisted, can't decide. Only love can be my guide. Please don't let my storms collide. I'm twisted up inside. Based on the movie Twister oh with Helen God. Hunt and uh, that other guy. Bill Paxton? Yes, Bill Paxton! Yes. So 15 years, no, 10 years later, I still oh remember the chorus. I love it. That's so good. It was um, amazing. Please make those musicals, you guys. Scream, Jerry Maguire, Twister. Broadway needs it. That's right. So, um, Louise, yes. social media, how can people, you know, see what you're up to? I am Spin Pixie on everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that. S-P-I-N-P-I-X-I-E, Spin Pixie. Cool. Uh, I am at Crayon Wayans on Twitter, and then everything else, I'm at John D. Richardson, J-O-N-D Richardson. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's where we are with everything. Um, thank you so much for listening, Louise. Thanks for doing this. And uh, send us your great ideas. Please. Please. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Don't see it happening.